on April 10, 2018, Kyle Plush went to school with his van. After school, he went back to his van and get his tennis gear. He has a match or a practice. He climbed up over one of the back seats of his van to retrieve one of his tennis gear when the seat folded over on him, pinning him upside down. He was unable to move. He was trapped. The seat pinned him and caused chest compression which made his breathing difficult. Kyle called 911 twice from the van using Siri because his arms were pinned and he could not physically reach the phone in his pocket. Emergency operators were first alerted to the trapped team at 3.14 p.m. according to the Cincinnati, Ohio police. I will try and play the 911 call or the recording. If I will not be able to get the recording, I will insert the transcript of Kyle's call to 911. The Seven Hills web parking lot? Where are you? Hello? Where are you? Where are you? In the first call, the dispatcher mislabeled Kyle's call as unknown trouble when Kyle clearly said that he was trapped in his van and hearing him calling for help and screaming. The misclassification meant that the fire and rescue, which has the proper mapping equipment, didn't receive the call but the 911 operator sent dispatch officers to seven hills school the two cincinnati police officers who responded to the scene but never left their car so they weren't able to locate kyle the officers was edsel osborne and brian Brazil. They claimed that the parking lot looked normal. Yeah, because they didn't got out of their police car, so everything is normal, according to them. While the officers were still in the parking lot, Kyle called 911 again. During his second 911 call at 3.35 p.m., he gave the 911 operator the make and the model of his vehicle 
and a heartbreaking message. The heartbreaking message was, I probably don't have much time left. So tell my mom that I love her if I passed. This is not a joke. Quote, unquote. Probably don't have much time left to tell my mom that I love her if I die. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm trapped inside my gold Honda Odyssey van in the Southwood parking lot of Seven Hills, Hills Beth. Send officers immediately. I'm almost dead. Kyle told the dispatcher that the model of his car is a gold Honda Odyssey van. But the dispatcher failed to relay the information to the officers on the scene, on the parking lot where Kyle is trapped inside his vehicle. The second dispatcher claims that she couldn't hear Kyle because Kyle was silent, which is a lie. There's a recording where Kyle is describing his car and his location. You can hear it clearly on the 911 call. Kyle's parents became concerned when Kyle didn't come home despite it being late, so they used the tracker on his phone. They saw that Kyle is still at school so they assumed he must be staying later for tennis. A few hours passed and Ron Plush, Kyle's dad, had his wife track his phone again. It was at the very same spot. His parents knew immediately something was wrong. So they called Kyle's tennis coach. The coach told them that Kyle didn't show up for tennis. This information made Kyle's parents even more worried. Ron told his wife to call 911 and Ron went to find Kyle. When Ron found the van, he first thought that Kyle might have been abducted. He opened the front door of the van and found Kyle's tennis racket in the front seat. And that reaffirmed him that Kyle never left the van for tennis practice. When he inspected the van further, he found Kyle, but he already passed. Kyle passed due to asphyxiation, due to chest compression after becoming pinned by a folding seat in his vehicle. He was crushed to death. Because of Kyle's passing, changes were made to the way 911 dispatch are trained and react to calls. The dispatchers who took Kyle's call was put on leave while the investigation was being conducted, but has since returned to work. This is such an unbelievable story. This child, this teenager, thought that 911 could save 
his life. And even though he wasn't able to get his phone from his pocket, thank God for Siri, the 911 operators failed him. Kyle's parents sue the city of Cincinnati with a wrongful death case for an undisclosed amount. Kyle's death could have been prevented. Had the dispatchers classified the call properly, proper resources would have been on the scene and proper actions would have been made. Had the dispatch officers exited their vehicle to properly check the parking lot, they might have found Kyle sooner. Had the second 911 dispatcher relayed the information of Kyle's vehicle to the officers, they would have found Kyle easily. Kyle made the logical decision of calling 911. But if he had called home instead, maybe his parents would have gotten to him sooner to rescue him than the 911. There were many ifs in this situation, but there's a lot of lessons to be learned from this. The lawsuit of Kyle's parents alleges that the city of Cincinnati knew about the previous complaints regarding the police department's emergency communications section failing to locate callers and delaying dispatch in response to emergency calls. The city was quote-unquote negligent, reckless, wanton, willful, and deliberately indifferent to the health of 911 callers. The suit states, the lawsuit accuses the 911 operator who took Kyle's first call of withholding information on the teen's precise location and alleges that the second 911 call was treated as a silent call, quote unquote, or an improperly enabled call. It also alleges two responding officers did not properly search the parking lot despite having access to a GPS tool that could pinpoint Kyle's cell phone location. Kyle was alive when the officers abandoned the scene. The lawsuit reads, Kyle's father, not the police, finally discovered his lifeless body hours later. In a statement, the Plush family said they had hoped the city would do the right thing and continue its investigation following two studies regarding the operation of the 911 call center. During one meeting, Kyle's family walked out of City Hall after one of their relatives said Councilman Wendell Young, quote-unquote, crossed the line. Young told the family, quote-unquote, on the day you lost your son, it seems to me everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. I don't know that any level of finger pointing or witch hunting is going to change that. Then, a few minutes later, he added, I suspect 
that there will attempts to do what the law allows to be done to try to in some way to make up for what happened with you but there's no amount of money that's going to make you happy there's no amount of Wendell wasn't able to finish his sentence because Ron Kyle's father called out this isn't about money I believe he said that with as many exclamation points possible and with capital letters this person is so rude don't come for me but you don't talk like that to grieving parents that's unacceptable there's no sympathy these parents are grieving and you have the nerve to tell them these words Kyle's uncle yelled you know what stop right there this is the most insensitive thing i've ever heard you guys were doing wonderful till this guy started talking pertaining to wendell young you've crossed the line you've crossed the line so kyle's father his uncle and two other relatives walked out of the city hall young later apologized but the damage has been done I mean, people should always think before they open their mouth, especially in this kind of situation. It hurts so bad because we couldn't do anything. It's an accident. But in this situation, someone could have helped their son. I mean, 911 is for emergency. But if these people don't do their job, then what's the use of calling 911? Right? Kyle's parents established a foundation in their son's memory. It's called Kyle Plush Answer the Call Foundation. And this foundation calls for improved 911 systems in Cincinnati and nationally. The tragedy caused them to realize all 911 systems in America must be equipped with GPS mapping technology to assist emergency responders so they have the ability to quickly pinpoint callers just like Uber drivers. As part of reforms in the wake of Kyle's death, the City Council of Cincinnati hired two firms to conduct independent investigations at an estimated cost of $186,000. Consultants analyzed how the city's 911 call takers and police responded to Kyle's calls for help. The findings were released in November and the reports called for an overhaul to 911 center procedures and cross-training between police, 911 call takers, and other reforms. It also found much fault with the 911 dispatcher's handling of the call and the police internal investigation into Kyle's death. Though the investigations cleared Cincinnati police's response, the findings didn't go deep enough for the Plush family. They sought more solutions and noted the consultants didn't even conduct new interviews of Cincinnati's officers and dispatchers. Ron Plush told City Council he found the independent consultants' report quote-unquote very 
disturbing like this case very disturbing and now i am thinking in this kind of situation i'd rather call home than call 911 this is very sad story kyle was so young he had many things ahead of him but i pray that his family found healing that the lord will embrace them his parents to heal kyle's foundation was great and i hope that many people will be helped by this foundation i didn't make this video to malign anyone in january 2020 a hamilton county judge denied the city of cincinnati's motion to dismiss the kyle plush lawsuit this means the wrongful death lawsuit will proceed against the city its former city manager the two police officers and the two 911 call takers